getting his car in fleet, getting his truck in fleet. The CDC is announcing a plan for the widespread distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine free for all Americans. Several polls show many Americans are skeptical about the safety of a vaccine that might come soon, chalking it up to politics. In Ireland, COVID-19 has shut down pubs, but that's about to change with one big exception. This will remain missing from Dublin life because of this. The current COVID numbers in Dublin are very worrying. Irish Prime Minister Micheál Martin. Pubs serving food have been open since late June across Ireland. The rest will reopen next Monday. But new spikes in the capital mean some of Dublin's most cherished and historic pubs will have to keep their doors closed to keep COVID at bay. Vicky Barker, CBS News, London. Ahead of the opening bell, S&P futures are up 14 points. Dow futures up 110. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your car insurance with Right Track, which rewards you for safe driving. As the world's most careful driver, that's perfect. Now apply two pounds of force for acceleration. You really up up turning 2.3 miles and begin a deceleration. With Liberty Mutual's Right Track, you could earn up to 30% savings based on how you drive. Sign up at libertymutual.com slash right track. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Discount on participating vehicles based coverages only. Availability varies. Truck Talk, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. You change the oil and check the tires of your pickup truck on a regular basis. Here's another item to add to your regular list. Inspect the suspension system. That means a check of the struts, springs, and shock absorbers. A damaged suspension system can affect your ability to control your vehicle, which could cause an accident. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Saturday Night Live's new season begins soon, and for the first time in a long time, there's no turnover. The gang will all be there. It's Saturday Night Live! SNL says the entire cast will return for season 46 on October 3rd. That includes Kate McKinnon, Cecily Strong, Keenan Thompson, and Pete Davidson, who said he was debating a comeback. NBC says the show will originate from Rockefeller Center Studio 8H, but there will be no live audience. Cast and crew will be tested weekly for the coronavirus and practice social distancing. The last season aired at the height of the pandemic, with cast members reporting from home over Zoom. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The pandemic means no fans in ballparks, but in Pittsburgh, an entrepreneur says he's taken advantage of a quiet summer to buy and overhaul a restaurant near PNC Park in hopes the fans will be back next year. Peter King, CBS News. We all have health goals, but let's face it, you are living in some fantasy world if you think you are suddenly about to start eating better. In fact, have you thought of this? How many different servings of fruit have you eaten today? How many servings of vegetables? And sorry dad, french fries and ketchup don't count. The experts recommend eating over 10 servings of fruits and vegetables each day. That's where balance of nature comes in. With three fruit and three veggie capsules, Balance of Nature gives you all your daily recommended servings and contains 31 different fruits and vegetables. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Change your life now by calling 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. 
or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Introducing Donato's Cauliflower Crust Pizza. Donato's Cauliflower Crust Pizza has 30% fewer carbs than the brand's thin crust, and you can choose from three signature 10-inch pies, including cauliflower heat with pepper jack cheese, jalapenos, fresh red pepper, and plant-based sausage. Or the cauliflower garden with green peppers, onions, mushrooms, and plant-based sausage. Not your style? Totally okay. You can make your own 10-inch cauliflower pizza to your liking. Only at Donato's on East State Street in Athens. What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Mary's Dog House has been serving up delicious hot dogs, milkshakes, and more since 1972. Everything is made from scratch using the finest ingredients, and the friendly staff loves getting to know your customers. Come enjoy their 99-cent dessert special every weekend, and don't forget about Weenie Wednesday. Go to Larry'sDogHouse.com for their full menu, follow them on Facebook, or better yet, stop in for some great food. Larry's Doghouse, 410 West Union Street, Athens. The Athens Messenger provides interesting local news, keeps you entertained and informed, but what else? It empowers you by providing information to make the best possible decisions about life, community, and government issues. It supports democracy by providing facts to make informed decisions and keeps transparency in our community. It keeps the First Amendment alive. The Athens Messenger, your local trusted news source. Not a subscriber? Visit our website at AthensMessenger.com or call 740-592-6612, extension 1, to subscribe. Football season is here, and that means the return of the Hewitt Honda of Athens and Lancaster Football Friday Night Postgame Show. After the conclusion of the Athens County Game of the Week, join myself, Connor Mills, Joey Medore, and Brad Walker for scores, analysis, player and coach interviews, and giveaways. Give us a call at 740-592-1055 or toll-free at 1-888-592-1055. We'd love to hear you. The Hewitt Honda of Athens and Lancaster Football Friday Night Postgame Show is back on Power 105. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM running a little bit late this morning. Sorry about that. It's a Wednesday and look at that sunshine. But it's also a jacket day so far. 54 outside. Headed up to 76. And we got a free-for-all this morning. 
And of course, our phone number is, uh, let's see here, let me turn this one down just a bit. There we go. Our phone number is 740-592-6646. By the way, I think we got that 888 thing going too. So if you're calling uh, long distance over a regular phone, use that, please. 888-592-6646. I'm Dave Palmer. Scott is here. Where let's see, I get your mic going. Which one are you? Two. Two. two? Yeah, okay, two. I'll turn three off. There you go. Good morning. Good morning. Um let's see, you're just a little bit disorganized. I was, I, I literally walked into the studio as the uh, as the uh, ID was playing uh, just before our opening theme. Um it is uh, September. It is Wednesday, and it is the 16th day of September, 260th day of the year. We now have 106 days remaining. Our uh, highlight in history, one of them at least, um, the one that AP selected for today, says that on September 16, 1974, President Gerald R. Ford announced a conditional amnesty program for Vietnam War deserters and draft evaders. I had, um... Did you run in a group in high school? Uh, no. (laughs) Okay. No, I was, uh, usually playing sports somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> either a grower center playing basketball or on a baseball field somewhere or I, a football field I had um, boy uh, let's see Martin's, Martin Strand Martin Conrad Dan um, Radcliffe Burt Brainerd Mike Mason I think I got them all. That's that's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, that was my little gang, right? And uh, in high school, they called us the Intelligentsia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, yes, I mean, Dan wrestled. Um, let's see. Who played football? Anyway, Burt Brainerd. Um, that my little gang were kind of nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> anyway, but we had a great time. Now, why did I bring this up? Oh, I know why. Because two of them, uh, one, um, what do you fled? I'm going to use that word, fled to Canada to evade the draft, right? Mm-hmm. And another one really was um, upset about the whole thing. Uh, I got drafted, and I... I don't mean this the way it's going to sound, but I stepped up, right? I did my... I honored my duty and responsibility but to um, 
anyway, it was, you know, so anyway, on this date in 1974, the president, who was Gerald Ford, announced that con a conditional amnesty program for Vietnam War deserters and draft evaders. That just kind of reminded me of that. I have a picture with me standing next to Gerald Ford. And, you know, he played football, right? Yeah, played at Michigan. Yeah. Boo. But anyway. <laughs> um, um, so he's got a cocktail in my hand, in his hand, and I have one in mine, and there's another guy with us who I'm, I'm not really sure who it was, or at least don't remember. But my head is cocked up like this, looking at him. <laughs> because, you know, I'm 5'5". Five five. <laughs> Most, uh, there are a lot of people for which I have to look up to. Um, and uh, literally as well as uh, figuratively. Um, so this picture has my head all cocked up looking at him. Oh, well. Well, let's see here. What else do we have? We've got yeah. That, uh, that just reminded me of a TV show, and I can't place the name of it. Yeah. But uh, it was about a family growing up in New York back in the '60s, and had a little a son and a daughter, and they talked about things like that about growing up and uh, relatives, friends, neighbors going off to Vietnam. Oh, oh, the Vietnam thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't can't put my finger on it That's what right. the show was yeah. but uh it's not ringing any bell for me i yeah, wish i I'm, could help i'll probably think of it as soon as the show's done here yeah that's the way it goes yep that's right but uh oh boy i can see all their faces in the show too <laughs> what about let's our... see here birthdays uh george Karras is uh 88 today think of that Janice Page, 898. Both those uh, actors, actress, whatever. Um, Jim McBride, movie director, 79. Actress Linda Miller, 78. Um, I just thought of it. The Wonder Years. I don't even know that show. I guess. It was uh, Fred Savage was on there. Uh, let's see, Donica McKellar, she's been in a couple movies and TV shows. It was on for about, I don't know, four or five, six years maybe. Hmm. I think it was on ABC from like the late 80s into the early 90s. So even a multiple season show, and I don't remember it. Yeah. Well. Talked about growing up in the 60s. Have you ever been concerned about your memory? Um, only when I walk into another room and I say to myself, now, what did I come in here for? Oh, well, that, that's, yeah. <laughs> you ever do that? Well, <laughs> quite honestly, I mean, quite, quite frequently. There we go. <laughs> and, um, but so you retrace your steps and then it pops, right? Yeah, or else I look around for what I call retrieval cues. What brought me in here to get this, whatever I'm getting? And it usually goes like that, but no, I don't. Don't I, question my memory. 
I I walked back take you know and and then it that retrieval cube pops you're right yeah um anyway you know there's so much about as you get older memory loss yeah uh, different ailments uh concerning one's memory and that's a proven medical fact it's not a, a thing that you know, I'm certain I'm having a problem, but it is. I'm watching. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you're <laughs> you're uh, uh, keenly aware of it. Yeah, but it's a medical medical science fact. I'm pretty sure that the human brain tends to shrink the older you get, hmm. so leaves more room for other things up there. I guess you think of other things or. Maybe expand it somehow. You know, do um, brain games, I guess is what they're called. Well, there's <coughs> there's various um, things they say you can eat. Yep. Or supplements you can take. Yep. That are supposed to help with brain function. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> I did hear something, okay? I think it's called Prevagen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? You know about yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. Okay. And Commercials uh, on TV all the time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I I was in some pharmacy recently and just happened to glance, and there it was. It was like 55 bucks. Mm. You know, and that's not wow. covered by your, um, what you call it? Insurance, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, let's, I let's think for fifty-five again. bucks, you could buy a lot of salmon and tuna and eat that for the the omega three so product in there. Omega three is supposed to be mm-hmm. brain helpful. Yes, it is. I must confess, salmon is one of my favorites. Now, what was the other one you mentioned? Tuna. No. 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 <laughs> I'm not a tuna guy. Oh well, you need to try a tuna sub sandwich sometime might change your mind when i walk into uh, certain sub shops they start making my sandwich <laughs> do they? <laughs> they they know what i'm gonna order yeah like norm walking into cheers right yeah dave <laughs> here's your favorite coming up okay we're really off track here <laughs> david copperfield the magician 64 today um let's see here uh, singer songwriter terry mcbride 62 Actress Jennifer Tilly, 62 as well. Um, Oral Hershiser, right? Yeah. 62. I, I played college baseball against him. He pitched at Bowling Green. Another baseball guy, Tim Raines, Hall of Famer. Yep. 61. Uh, Molly Shannon, the comedian, 56. Tamron Hall. Talk show host, news anchor sometimes, all that, 50. Amy Poehler, I think she is a hoot. She's pretty funny. 49. Sabrina Bryan, 36. 
I probably shouldn't restrict this to just names I know, but anyway. Youngest person listed, an actress, Elena Camp Camparis. K-A-M-P-O-U-R-I-S. Camparis, I think. Who's 23. All right. Um... What's this forecast in front of us here? I thought we were supposed to get rain pretty soon, and not today, but I mean in the next day or two. I don't think we will. The The weather models I've seen, like on the Weather Channel and AccuWeather, a couple other places. Um, There's no mention of rain yeah, for the they, next five days here. Well, that the Hurricane Sally track is forecasted to go through mostly southern West Virginia, Virginia, and into the Carolinas, not reach up this far. So I don't I don't think we're going to get any rain off that. Now, Joe Fitzwater said this morning on his weather forecast, there's a very slight chance of some rain. But uh, from what I've seen, it's going to head straight to come up uh, through the southern states there, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, and take a right turn and head for the Carolinas. It looks like Myrtle Beach is right in the middle of where it's headed but by then hopefully it'll dissipate some hopefully it dissipates soon but they're expecting surges of what nine to ten feet of water i think they certainly were making a big deal about it on the news this morning yeah i've heard too where hurricane forecasters are, or the 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 area that gives hurricanes their name mm -hmm. are running out of names and they may have to start using Greek alphabet. Yeah. Now, or Roman you, numerals. I can't remember which one it was. What I, I need I, some omega three. Excuse me. But uh, second, only the second. If they have to do that, because of so many hurricanes and tropical storms, it, I think I remember they said it would only be the second time in history they've had to do that since they've started naming hurricanes. And, and I'm hearing the Greek alphabet. So I. Yeah, could very well be. Would alpha be first? Could very well be. And then. Beta? Well, anyway. Look up the Greek alphabet just for kicks. Okay. So. Um, while we're doing that, today is National Guacamole Day. Um, you know, the principal ingredient in guac is, um... Avocado? Yes. And I prefer just plain avocado. Oh, I like it too. <clears throat> rather than jazzed up with the other things. Tastes really good in a salad. National Play-Doh Day. Mayflower Day. Hey. National Working Parents Day. National Step Family Day. Oh, here. Here's the last one, and it should be. National Cinnamon Raisin Bread Day. Mm. Two of my favorite flavors. Cinnamon and raisin. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon apples, probably right there at number one. 
with us being our foodies. Here we go, the Greek alphabet. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon. So, Sounds like fraternity row, doesn't it? Well, or sorority yeah. row. Duh. But I mean... <laughs> no, not a duh. It does. <laughs> the um, gamma is third. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then... Delta. And then epsilon. Mm-hmm. Let's see, F. I don't think they have an F. Nope. Uh, what's next? Eta, H. I didn't know that. ETA, theta, O. Okay. I is iota. Now, these are like how they have them listed here. Now, for me, it's not for the English alphabet, alphabetically in order. K, kappa, lambda. Mu for an M, N, new. Z is next. All right. Omicron, pi. I only followed you part of the way there, <laughs> but uh, I understand. Okay, let's, uh, let's do the uh, COVID report. Athens County, as you may have heard this morning and, and since 2 o'clock yesterday, uh, they update these figures daily at 2. Uh, but 540 cases here. Um, there are 96 active cases. We have, uh, of those 96, 26 are hospital, in, in the hospital in some fashion. We have, uh, 381, uh, is that right? I don't know about that figure. I think that's low, but we have a bunch, um, I think about 82% of our cases have now recovered. Of course, there's two deaths that happened very early on. So yesterday we went up eight cases. One more figure that if we were like the rest of the state of Ohio, we would have 795 cases yesterday instead of 540 okay well what about Ohio um, yesterday uh, at 2 o'clock 139,485 which was an increase of 1,001 cases just in uh, yesterday uh, 3,000 111. So 3111 are in ICU situations. That's intensive care. Um, 11,370 are in hospitals, but not in the ICU. As of yesterday, again, uh, 4,506 Ohioans had passed as a result of COVID or coronavirus, however you choose to call it. We also have 3,368 people recovering now at home. They may have had a hospital experience, but right now they're doing it at home. And the estimate on recovery, that is to say those that have recovered already, 117,130. That's 
Let's round it up. It's only three hundredths shy of 84% even. Okay. I guess we could do the U.S. in the world, too. Nationwide, 6,574,000, almost 575,000 cases. Deaths, there have been 194,397. And recovered at this point, 3,609,000, I'm going to say. Rounding it up just... uh, well, to be exact, 22 cases. What about uh, the world? 29,335,771 cases. There have been 929,613 deaths. And the recovery at this point, 19,900,125. That's basically 68% of the world cases have recovered. Okay, we've got a caller here, I think. Let's go to our phones. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Three things. Yes, sir. First of all, news about the Big Ten just came out. They're going to play starting like October 23rd, 24th, something like that. Does that include our Ohio State? Yeah, they're a part of the Big Ten, aren't they? Well, it's just, I don't know who to believe anymore. You know what I mean? Well, I just saw it on TV, so right. unless they lied to me. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the president or the um, athletic director or the, um, you know, somebody could say, yeah, but we're not. But uh, so it appears that that's, say the date again. I think they said, like, uh, October 23rd, 24th. Okay. The weekend. Um, also, uh, you mentioned George Chikaris's 88th birthday. You were talking about the Greek alphabet. Yes, sir. George Chikaris is a relative of the Chikaris family that uh, was uh, fairly prominent here in town. Yeah, I lived uh, one house away from um, uh, the, the large family home, if you will. Yeah. On Marietta? Yeah. I was on Patton, but Marietta's right, you know, that's the corner there. Yeah. And also, there's a very prominent citizen of Athens that was a judge you might want to mention. Help me, please. That passed away? Okay. I'm... Bob Stewart? Oh, oh, Bob Law is... Okay, I had not heard... Well, it wasn't in the paper yesterday. It probably will be tomorrow. But I'm so sorry. Um, of course, um, you know his mother-in-law, Nancy, um, is um, almost a next-door neighbor. And uh, Michelle, I know Bob and <laughs> Michelle and all that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sad. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Nice talking with you. Bye. So. Um, oh, that's too bad. I had not heard that. I had not heard it either. Bob Stewart, Athens County Probate and Juvenile Court Judge. Yes, our condolences to the family. I knew his dad when I was a kid. Uh, His dad was the uh, director of equipment for Ohio football. 
and uh, Bill Stewart was his name, the coach of uh, Pony League uh, youth league teams, baseball teams here in the Athens area. And I knew his uh, brother, Eddie Stewart, the left-handed pitcher at Athens High School. And I think Bob was in some sports too, but uh, yeah, sorry to hear that. Of course, I've known Michelle, his wife, for years. And uh, our condolences to her and to the Stewart family. Well, um, he had been battling uh, cancer yeah. for a while. And, uh, okay. Well, sorry, folks. Yeah, it's was unexpected news here this morning. Well, well, we didn't, yeah. you know, expect to have it here on Party Line, but uh, you know, we did, and that's that's what free for alls do, things like that. But uh, you know, not to diminish or dismiss Mr. Stewart's passing, but I'm reading here that uh, Big Ten football games are expected to start around October 17th, okay. as our caller mentioned. That comes from NBC4 out of Columbus. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. What else has happened on this date? Let's see here. Cape Town, South Africa. It says in 1795 on this date, the British capture Cape Town, South Africa from the Dutch. <laughs> That's my phone. You Sorry. feel better? Yeah. <laughs> Chewbacca. You see, in 1848 on this date, slavery was abolished in all French territories. Mm-hmm. 1963, the Federation of Malaysia was formed by Malaya, Malaya, Singapore, British North Borneo, sometimes called Sabah, and Sarawak. And if I butchered some of those pronunciations, please just bear with it. <laughs> and in 1997, on this date, Apple Computer Incorporated names its co-founder, Steve Jobs, the interim CEO. Okay. So, today, here's some more famous birthdays. B.B. King, I don't think we mentioned him. Born on this date in 1925, died in 2015. I had the pleasure of meeting his daughter a few years ago, and she was in Athens doing a show. Shirley King. Mm-hmm. Nice lady. She played at uh, the Union, didn't she? Yeah, I I think there and the old uh, Maplewood. Um, Very nice lady. I don't know this person, and I'm not sure how I'm supposed to pronounce it. Well, that's an O for two there. Carl with a K. Donitz, or Donitz, D-O-N-I-T-Z. And the O has two dots above it. 
He was uh, born on this date in 1891, died in 1980, so almost made it to 100 years. He was a German admiral during the Nazi era who briefly succeeded Hitler as the German head of state in 1945. As the Supreme Commander of the Navy, Navy since 1943, played a major role in the naval history of World War II. He was convicted of war crimes at the Nuremberg Trials in 1946. Uh, James Cash Penny, as in J.C. Penny, I'll bet you. I bet you're right. Born on this date in 1875, died in 1971. Exactly that. He was an American businessman and entrepreneur who founded the J.C. Penny Stores in 1902. So he was uh, 27 when he did that. Okay, uh, so we have uh, two famous deaths. That is to say, they died on this date. Daniel Gabriel Fahrenheit. I'll bet you. I bet you're right where you're going with that one. Yeah, it has something to do with weather and temperature. He was a physicist, inventor, scientific instrument maker. Fahrenheit was born in Danzig. Danzig, then predominantly German-speaking city in the Pomeranian uh, Volvida ship of, I hope I got that one right, um, of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, but lived most, most of his life in the Dutch Republic. Died on this date in 1736. He laid the foundation for the era of precision thermometry. Okay, here's one. I'm is testing my Roman numerals. I think it's Louis the Eighteenth. Died on this date in 1824. So you got an X, V, and three I's. Yes. That's it. Okay. King of France. Okay. He was. Um, King of France from 1814 to 1824, except for the Hundred Days in 1815, he spent 23 years in exile during the French Revolution and the First French Empire during the Hundred Days. Um, well, let's um, get into the current stuff. Um, Hurricane Sally has now made landfall. Um, Europe is struggling with the coronavirus. We'll, we'll do a little more on each of these in a moment. Um, I guess uh, the President Trump had a, um, what would you call it, a town hall sort of thing? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia. 
is where it was held. And I guess this was broadcast by one of the networks, maybe, <laughs> maybe ABC. Uh, but what was unique is that <clears throat> normally, if you see him speaking uh, to some sort of rally or something like that, it is to people who are Trump supporters. This particular thing last night was meant for people who had not really made up their minds yet. Undecided, I guess we would call it. And um, as I understand it, <coughs> uh, he faced a bit of a grilling. I didn't even know this was going on, or I might have tuned over just to watch a little bit of it. But, um, if you'd like to read about it, there's plenty of articles on the net this morning. The internet, that is. But, um, um I think a grilling, um, is probably a fair expression. Hey, you know, speaking of uh, COVID there just a moment ago, did you happen to hear about uh, LSU's head coach? Co remember, remember Coach O? Of course everybody remembers Coach O that followed Joe Burrow and LSU football. He uh, mentioned yesterday that almost every one of his players have tested positive for COVID, but um, all of them have recovered now, apparently. So. Wow. Almost an entire college football team. Um, doesn't a roster of football be somewhere between ninety and one ten? Yeah, typically. Yeah. Okay. Have that, That's you know, a bunch of guys, though. Sure is. Some teams carry one hundred and twenty-five. You know, it just depends on the program and how many they want to carry. Just they're limited to the same amount of scholarships as every other school is, too. In Division One, parity. Hmm. But well, that's just amazing that almost the entire team tested positive. Yeah. But I guess they're not requiring them to be tested again for ninety days. I I don't. Know. While the antibodies have developed mm -hmm. against that against COVID. The um, another disaster, if you will, going on is that of, um, of course, the wildfires oh my. out in California. Uh, at this point, more than five million acres have burned. Tens of thousands of people have fled their homes. At least twenty-seven have died. Um, I guess, you know, it's, it's not just California, it's Oregon, even Washington state. I guess the weather up north has been cooperating more. And so they've been more successful in containing the fires. 
My son Paul lives what, if you look at maps, would look like the path of the fire. But, of course, the, the hope is that um, it'll get dis extinguished. There we go. I almost said distinguished. It'll get extinguished uh, before it gets to him, if you know what I mean. <clears throat> so, let's see, what else did they say? Scientists say climate change, especially warmer wet, warmer temperatures that dry out vegetation is a major factor in the, regioning, in the region's worsening fires. Climate is also playing a role thousands of miles away on the Gulf Coast, where Hurricane Sally strengthened overnight and made landfall in Alabama this morning. Scientists believe the warmer temperatures make such storms both slower and capable of holding more moisture, which can make them more destructive. Um, I am receiving a variety of emails from people wanting to come and be a guest on the show. And they're, you know, they're in all over the nation. Um, we used to do a little more of the distance type guests. And I'm actually thinking about should I re return to a few of those. But my point here is that the big thing I get so much about anymore is coping with the virus. Um, you know, how, social distancing, um, limited food options for restaurants, um, entertainment, um, you know, how, how are people coping? And evidently, a lot of them are having trouble. I am. Uh, not want, not being able to just go out with friends and have dinner. Um, and I guess I'll just leave it at that. But um, perhaps um, some... I don't know what their overall term might be. I'll put it as psychologist. Perhaps some of these uh, psychologists that are uh, addressing this topic nationally, maybe it'd be good to have one or two of them on the air and get their viewpoint. Yeah, not a bad idea. Well, let me scan through the rest of this here. You know, you're talking about the California wildfires. Um, I've, I've had some people ask me, are we getting smoke or haze from those fires here in Ohio? Some people are telling me yes, but I'm looking on a few maps here that are specifically designed to track fire and smoke. 
and <clears throat> some have been reported as far as uh, Toronto and uh, upstate New York, seeing the smoke from those wildfires. But the closest I'm seeing on this map is Indiana, closest to Ohio as far as any smoke heading this way. I can't so, remember who I was with the other day who was talking about um, I suppose it's people who live right in the midst of all of this how and this is kind of delicate and gross to think about but in the morning can take a q-tip and clean their nose out and it's just black sooty um, residue yeah, yeah. like coal miners yeah same concept see I saw a movie last night on TV <clears throat> that I had me. seen a portion of before but and I still don't know what it's called but it was like down here in West Virginia, the the uh, a battle between the miners and the union and the coal mine owners, and it was written like a documentary. I'm sorry, it was filmed like a documentary. There was no narrator. Um, it was fascinating, and I swear I've seen it before somewhere, at least a portion of it. We watched it till the end last night, which was probably 11.15 or so. Later than we normally stay up. But it was fascinating. Uh, if anybody has any clue what the title of that is, um, give us a call. I'd like to write it down and do a little uh, look-up about I mean, the way it was presented was highly different. I mean, it was a documentary, but there was no narrator. No, no narrator. Oh, well. Was it the Mind Wars? I, I think it was on... Um, PBS? No, no. It was on, uh, I, I want to say Channel 55, which is, uh, you know, all the old movies. Oh, TCM? I think so. Turner Classic Movies. You could look, you know, now that you, we say that, we could look it up probably. Why am I being lazy here? Um, about seven minutes remaining in today's program. Well, I'm, I'm looking at an updated map here of the uh, smoke that is moving around uh, the country here. The eastern winds, obviously, are moving it this way. Uh, I'm seeing spots in northwest Ohio, Toledo, mm -hmm. uh, some of the Akron-Canton area, and actually, believe it or not, a few little specks of it down in southeastern Ohio. Mm -hmm. So maybe we are seeing a little bit of that. I noticed a couple nights ago the sunset seemed a little bit more different than usual, that it had kind of like a haze mm -hmm. to it, as I usually enjoy looking at a decent pretty sunset but it was different I don't know whether it was that or not but you know you may eventually it, it could happen around here 
Um, do, do me the favor. Do the Turner Classic movie look, would you? Yeah, I'm looking right now. Okay. Um, this um, I have an updated report on states with the fewest coronavirus restrictions. Okay. Now I do see a caller, so let me reach over here. Okay. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Your weekly uh, thing that you get in Sunday's paper, what do they call that? All Access. It I does list under Turner Classic Music Movie last night. Let me get it here. Harlan County, USA. H-A-R-L-E-N, County, USA. It gives it three and a half stars. And it says Kentucky coal miners face brutal opposition in 1976 American documentary film covering the Brookside strike, a 1973 effort of 180 coal miners and their wives against the Duke Power Company. Yeah. In Harlan County, southeast Kentucky. Well, again, um, it was very well done. Okay, states with the fewest coronavirus restrictions. Now, they've published this several times along the way, but this is an update because things change. So, um, Ohio is ranked 17th out of 51. Um, Let me make sure I got this here. So, if I understand it right, South Dakota has the fewest restrictions. Utah, number two. Oklahoma, three. Iowa, four. Wyoming, five. Um, Wyoming. Yeah. Okay, and we are 17th. So, the ones with the most, Hawaii, California, Virginia, Massachusetts, and so on. Now, we have another uh, call, and we're short on time. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. If, if you're wondering about the smoke, go out and look at the sky. It's gray. It should be blue on a sunny day. Okay. Yeah, I've noticed that. Well, that's the smoke. It's not. You're not going to smell it. It's pretty high, but uh, that's the, the, the Greek alphabet. I was under the impression that C H I was the third letter. Um, I didn't hear you say that. But. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, let us look it up for tomorrow, okay? You're that late? Okay. <laughs> right. We're getting. I want, want to talk about the Trump ads, too. I don't hear anything for Biden. Well, are you talking about on our station? Yes. Okay. Uh, candidates have, what do I want to say? Their representatives have to come and buy ads. Um, 
the ones you hear on are those that have had someone in here to do that. Um, and it's it's also still a little bit early for the local radio stations. So, um, you know, you may hear something soon. I hope so, because I hear that one for Trump about every hour. Yeah, I I haven't been paying attention. Forgive me, um, no. but I'll check it out anyway. Okay, thank you. I'll, I'll... Okay, yeah, thank bye. you. Incidentally, the Greek uh, letter X resent, re, uh, represents Chi C H I. Okay, and is it the third one in order? It is not. Okay, so where does it fall? Like twentieth or something? Yeah, it's uh, second to the last, actually. <laughs> So, yeah, C-H-I, Chi, is designated by the letter X in the English alphabet. See, I get all confused. I think my daughter was a Kyo. Which would be the X and the zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. Um, or the, oh, I'm sorry, not a zero, the omega sign for Chi Omega mm-hmm. in the Greek alphabet. Um, so we were talking a few moments ago about Ohio and its ranking. Um, it's been between 17th and, uh, 23rd, 23rd, 7th. These are week, each week as you go along. Um, so currently 17th and we're out of time. Uh, long enough to tell you... Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow, okay? Bye-bye. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Hundreds of miles to the northwest of here, the surface up, the winds are still blowing at 90 miles per hour. Hurricane Sally is flooding much of the Florida Panhandle and eastern Alabama's Gulf Coast. CBS's David Begno is in Pensacola Beach. As of right now, two feet of rain has fallen. We still have six to eight more hours of this storm to go. Pensacola is a very low-lying area, and police spokesman Mike Wood says the flooding has made rescues difficult. We have officers that are, that are doing rescues as we speak that were not able to travel to these homes where people uh, homes are flooded, and they are going through the water on foot, reaching these people to try to get them out of their homes. We mentioned those top winds of 90, but a bigger factor is that the storm is moving slowly inland at just three miles per hour. That means relentless rain for the next several hours. Just in a sudden reversal for one of college football's most powerful conferences, the Big Ten has just announced it will play a fall season after all starting this weekend, or starting the weekend of October 24th. Each team playing an eight-game season. The pressure to resume play has come from parents, players, and the president. Conference officials say there will be significant medical protocols, including daily testing, enhanced cardiac screening, and an enhanced data-driven approach. The Big Ten announcement comes as the government promises a distribution plan for a COVID-19 vaccine. Here's CBS's Cammie McCormick. In a report to Congress, federal agencies and the Defense Department lay out how they'll provide these vaccines as early as January, if that's possible. The Pentagon is involved in the distribution. 
but civilian health workers will be giving the shot. The report says most people will need two doses, 21 to 28 days apart. They'll go first to health care workers. This report warns vaccinating the U.S. population won't be a sprint, but a marathon. I'm Jim Crisell.